Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. So in this series on today's broadcast on seductive and manipulative, the scripture verse I use comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, where it reads, The Spirit explicitly says that in the latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Lord, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're asking for wisdom that goes beyond our years. We're asking for a heart of purity. And we're asking for the ways of God to be made known to us and incorporated into our lives. We want to be a word of God. A word incarnate, where the word of God becomes flesh in our own lives. So thank you, God, for this time. And we ask for wisdom and guards to be set up so that we will not be amongst the sum that the Spirit says in the latter times will fall away from the faith. But we declare we are not of those. And even this podcast today is going to break blinders off of people. This podcast today is going to break chains off of people. This word today is going to be used by Holy Spirit in Jesus' name to break dark allurement and deceitful spirits shall be sent away, cast away at a distance. For Jesus Christ's sake and rewards of his suffering. Amen. Well, they say to be forewarned is to be forearmed. It's an old saying. It captures a scriptural truth that discernment forewarns us so that we do not fall prey to subtle deceptions of the enemy. Forewarning gives us courage, too, as we find out what we are dealing with and what to do. Now, This Bible verse says that it'll happen all the more in what's called the latter times. So are these the end times? I know these are the last days. And so let's just get real objective for a moment before. And and it's just this. We know these are the latter times. 
because of two primary things. They're later days than they've ever been before. Okay, that's real complex, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, let's let's get real simple. Of course, these are our latter days. They're yours. And they are the latter times than there's ever been. Then the issue are these the end of days. Well, I think, according to Scripture, that the formation of the nation of Israel in 1948 is one of the greatest fulfillment of Bible prophecies of all time. That's 70 years ago, folks. So, according to that demarcation, that I might do a series sometime on Israel and the Middle East. Would you like that? I think that would be really helpful and insightful because I understand the formation of the nation of Israel is one of the signs of the last days moving into the end times. Now, so Spirit explicitly says, okay, it doesn't just say, and the Spirit says, it says, and I adamantly say, and the Spirit like is emphasizing, explicitly says, in the latter times, some, it doesn't say all, let's not Let's not become so enamored with the revival of evil. No, 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 no. It only says some, but some will fall away from the faith. I have people I know in my life who have fallen away from the faith, and you might too. Now, can they be recovered? Yes, by the mercy of God. But man, God's given man a free will, remember? You cannot change someone's will, but you can help open a door, a window of opportunity, and a window of mercy for them to return. And it says, but it's, here's how they fall away from the faith. It says they pay attention. That is a big word here. They pay attention to what? Deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. They pay attention. What are you paying attention to? Paying attention is what you give your time to. What do you give your money to? What do you give your investment to? If you're giving your time to the allurement of pornography, you are paying attention to deceitful spirits. If you're giving your time late at night and you're watching Fifty Shades of Grey, well, listen, you're already being deceived because the devil lurks in gray shadows. And he does it to lure you into the dark, dark places where there is no light. And so, let's not be amongst those who get enamored with false supernatural activity called strange fire. Uh Uh-uh. But let us be among those who actually learn to expose the deeds of darkness. Okay. Well, so... How does this happen? Seductive and manipulative, deceitful spirits. That's two of the characteristics. They are seductive. The word seductive is sensual. The word seductive is sexual, but it's not limited to sexual activity. It is. It says it is what? It. I'm using the word, it is seductive. To be seduced is to draw a person from a place of stability to a place of instability. That's what is to be seductive. To be seductive is to be alluring, to be enticing, so as to draw a person, a believer, this is written to believers, 
is to allure a believer away from the light and into the gray. To allure, entice, to seduce. Remember what I just said? To be seduced is to be drawn from a place of stability into a place of instability. To where you go, well, I don't really know. I'm not not sure now. Well, I don't really know if the Word of God can be, you know, trusted. I don't really know anymore if if the Word of God is the final authority. Well, after all, you know, the church has got many different stances on homosexuality. Oh, I just opened a big one, didn't I? Yeah, no, I didn't. Because there's some things that are in God. They are black and white. Okay? They are. But there are shades of gray. Now, do I have mercy? Of course I have mercy. And is there deliverance? Yes, there's deliverance. Then I just touched that because that's deeds of darkness. I have friends that have been engaged in these type of activity, and they've gotten set free. Yes, you shall know the truth. Truth sets you free. Shades of gray does not set you free. Allurement does not set you free. Seduction does not set you free. Manipulation never sets you free. Do you know what manipulation does? It brings an alluring motivation to offer you something and do something else to you or with you. It's called a control spirit. It is to wildly I know, that's an old language, W-I-L-E-L-Y. The the devil is wily. He's a conniver. Uh Uh-huh. And the Bible says here, deceitful spirits and even doctrines of demons. By the way, the Bible can be trusted. Can you read other literature? Of course. But you don't go to other literature to get your doctrine. (sighs) James, you're one of those Bible thumpers, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I don't care. You say, you got a religious spirit. No, I don't. You do. If you think you can go to other books to get doctrine, you're the one who's deceived. I got an unction on me right now. If you want to say there's a prophet talking, we'll say it. But I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, got an, I, got, I got something moving on me right now. I might lose some followers and I might gain some. And guess what? That don't make no difference to me because I'm not into this for popularity. I'm in this to be a truth bearer. And guess what? I love you and you're awesome. And truth speaks. Love speaks. So I got this thing on me this time. It's a little more wrong, a little more bold. And guess what? If you're going to some other book to get your doctrine, you're messed up. You need to get out. You say, what? Okay, listen to me. Okay, listen. I've been around, and I've ministered in over 50 nations of the world. One time I was in uh, in uh, what was former Yugoslavia. I was in Sarajevo, which would today would be like there's Croatia, Zagreb, Croatia, and I've been there, and, and I ministered in Beograd, which would be, you know, uh, Serbia, and, and I was ministering in Bosnia-Herzegovina, which was 
an Olympic city for the Olympic uh, Winter Olympics way back, maybe like 1968 or something. And, and it's a beautiful, incredible city, but it's where East meets West. And I was there, Mahesh Shavda was doing miracle services, and I was doing daytime prayer and intercession gatherings, and, and then I would follow up with him, and, and there was a young man that got prayed for, and he fell out in the spirit, and he curls all up in a ball. And he's like, and his extremities are growing blue and cold and frozen. And this guy had demons. I have been around this, folks. Now, so stick with me. And it's about a book. And people tried getting this kid, this young man free, and they couldn't. So I'm following up. I don't know their language, but I know the language of the Holy Ghost, okay? Okay, I could say it different. I know I can say it different. I know the gifts of the Spirit. I know how to test the spirits. And I leaned in, and I looked at that young man. And I spoke in English, and I had a translator. I'm in the former Yugoslavia. And, the tran- and I say, I spoke to the Spirit. This is biblical. It's from the book of Acts. And I addressed the Spirit and not the man. And I said, I command you to identify yourself. This young man who was actually from Budapest, Hungary, and spoke Hungarian, does a vocal miracle, and he speaks in English and says, as he's frozen on the floor, all balled up, and he says, take the book out. And I'm like, huh? What? That actually, because I was so in the spirit zone, it didn't freak me out in the least bit. And I said, turn him over. So it's translated, they turned him over on his side. And guess what was in his hip pocket? Mein Kampf. The book of communism. The book that founded communism was in his hip pocket. And he was a student of communism. And guess what happened? He said, take, take the book out. I said, I, I commanded for the spirit to identify itself. It said, he said, take the book out. The moment I took that book out of his hip pocket, that guy got instantly set free of demons. Instantly. So guess what? If you're going to some other book for your doctrine, you're the one who's got a religious spirit, not me. Oh, you're being intense today. Yes, I am. Because you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, and I love you so much. I don't want you to be deceived. I don't want you to be among these who the Bible says that some will fall away. I don't want you playing around over here with these sexual orgy issues that are called something like sacred sensuality, and it's not at all. No, it's not. It's teaching people to have open marriages which there's no such a thing, by the way. And, and, and all of this stuff, and you can have multiple partners. No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm laying it on the line, folks, and if that's what you believe, if that's what you're practicing, guess what? You can get set free today because you just heard the truth, and the truth can set you free. And you can come out of darkness, and you can come out, and you say, you're being really intense. Well, I've got a very dear friend who's having to walk this out in his own life. And I ain't going to give any details because I shouldn't. And it's sad. It's sad. 
It's sad. It breaks my heart. And so I got a fatherly, grandpapa, bristling, stirring up on the inside of me. But it's because I love you. And some of you have tuned in today. God's got your number and you can't handle this and you love it at the same time. And I address you in the name of Jesus, and I simply say, God loves you so much that you tuned in today, or perhaps you tuned in for a loved one, for a friend, for a family member. And I've got good news for you. You do not have to be deceived. You do not have to be among those who fall away. And if you have, come back home. Come back home. Come back home into the light. The deeds of sin are only done in darkness. And by the way, you can't confess your sin in darkness and stay in darkness and be forgiven. That's what people say, and that's not the Bible. It is not what the Bible says. The Bible says the blood of Jesus cleanses us and forgives us in the light. So you cannot stay in darkness and confess your sin. Oh, well, yeah, you can do that, but your sin's not going to get blotted out. You're going to stay in your sin because what it requires is step out of light, excuse me, step out of darkness by an act of your will back into the light. And then it says, and the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Oh, there's the good news. So yeah, is this James Gall? Is this the funny prophet today? The goofy guy from one of the other series is Yeah, it's the same God, because I love you with an everlasting love, and God loves you. And that's why the writer, Paul the Apostle, wrote to a son in the faith, says, a papa, I'm speaking to next generation, and I'm saying, you don't have to fall away from the truth by paying attention to deceiving deceitful spirits, and to doctrines of demons. By the way, in that time in Sarajevo, that young man, when I pulled mine cough out of his hip pocket, he got born again, he stood up, and he got filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit, started speaking in other tongues, and I didn't have a clue where he was from, and then he ends up, had a vocal miracle, and he talks to me in English for a moment, And then he gets so filled with the Holy Spirit, because he also got delivered from pharmacia, from witchcraft, from drugs. And then he says to me, then interpreting, he says, your Jesus is, your Jesus, my Jesus is so awesome. I am higher in in Jesus than I've ever been before. Jesus can set you free from deceitful spirits and from deeds of darkness, and you can come into his marvelous light. Wow, that was loaded, wasn't it? So if you want to learn about this, in the, um, let's see, what chapter is it? In the eighth chapter of my discerner book, it's called The Spirit of Deception, Seductive and Manipulative, and I go through a section on how do evil spirits deceive by exaggeration, truth wrapped in a lie by exalting a special revelation above the word of God. And I have, I know people doing that today by prideful self-promotion and through wrong 
hero worship. Okay, so if you want to learn about that, you can go to my book, The Discerner, or how about this? Go to the Bible. That'd just be great. So Mary Jane has asked this question. How can we discern the spirit of Jezebel and other deceiving spirits? Thank you so much, Mary Jane. And that question goes along perfect with today's podcast on seductive and manipulative. Jezebel spirit. First of all, demonic spirits do not have gender. So it's wrong just to relate to, say, a Jezebel spirit and refer to women as Jezebels. I understand that approach, but I just want to say it is inaccurate. But that is a reference out of the first Kings about Jezebel and how she hasn't, there isn't, she's married to a king named, named Mahab. So there is no full-blown manifestation of a Jezebelic spirit unless there is a passivity of an Ahab. Because something, someone has to give a Jezebel spirit permission to operate because it's a usurper. So there is a passivity that will exist in a church leadership or in a spouse or in governmental authority, a passivity that will not take a stand. And by the way, I took a stand today, didn't I? I wasn't meaning at all to be overbearing. I just needed to speak some truth. So, in being seductive and manipulative, how does that relate to this question Mary Jane asked? How can we discern the spirit of Jezebel? Well, the spirit of Jezebel is about exaggeration. The spirit of Jezebel is about lying. The spirit of Jezebel is about producing instability. The spirit of Jezebel is a um, overcoming force. The spirit of Jezebel takes control. And ultimately, now there's stages. The ultimate expression of Jezebel, it also says Jezebel feeds the prophets. Whoa, that's a big one. And then though the ultimate expression is, so guess what? Jezebel likes revelatory activity. That's what that's saying. So Jezebel creates a false prophetic culture. Not a true prophetic, a false prophetic culture. And it it produces basically kind of a cult following. But the ultimate expression of a Jezebel spirit is sexual immorality. It will eventually draw you out of loyalty and covenant relationship into disloyalty and breaking covenant with a married partner, and or in a single person's life into multiple sexual partners, and then becoming deceived, and a Jezebel in full-blown is a deceiver. So, guess what? You can be set free, and I've seen it, and it's true, and you do not have to be amongst those who fall away. And then Kevin's asked another question that goes along with this. And he says, what are the signs to identify someone who has the spirit of deception or a con man? Oh, my goodness. Well, guess what? I have a little bit of experience with con men. And my wife passed away. 
I guess my name got on some list out there. And uh, so I started getting all kinds of um, invitations to go visit a certain website or to do this or to do that. And, and it's all to bring comfort. Really? And guess what? That stuff don't bring comfort. That stuff brings confusion. That stuff doesn't bring peace. That stuff brings disruption. And that stuff, it, it's a con. A con man. A con man is a hypocrite. A con man can speak spiritual. A con man is manipulative. A con man speaks something. It offers something. And in fact, a lot of the money scam issues today, they're con men. And I could tell you stories about that too, because of life experience. And they try to prey on broken people. Con men try to prey on, prey on, P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. They try to take advantage of weak people. They try to take advantage of people in transition. They try to take advantage of people who are broken, who are hurting. That's what con men do. They know how to spy a person out. They know who to go shopping for to lure you into the best deal ever. You give me this, and if you don't pass this word on, then you're going to come under this curse. Guess what I do with that stuff? That's a con, man. And that's putting you under a death curse. That's putting you under, that's, that's con. And it's offering something, a threat, or it's offering this like the gold pot at the end of the rainbow. Well, if it's not done in righteousness, it's not God. There is no quick lane to riches. Oh, no, there's not. And all of our prosperity teaching, I do believe that God wants us to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Guess what? I believe in the creation of wealth, not just this idiotic transfer of wealth that we're going to go buy some golden ticket and then we're going to like whatever and and then or or then we get that we buy into and and then we're going to get caught into the next scam or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's con men. I know that's only one form, but these con people are artists. They're pros people. They're pros. They're pros. And so they know how to be professionals. And what are they? Two-faced. They put on a facade. They know spiritual language. They know what your felt need is. And they typically, whether it's algorithms or whatever, they're able to know when a person is vulnerable. And guess what? If it's even not that way, the devil is cunning and he knows how to send deceitful spirits your way when you're hurting. So guess what? When If you're hurting, run to God. Run to the Bible. Run to worship. Run to the community of believers. Run to P-R-A-Y. And guess what? You'll be safe. You'll be fine. And you will end up being someone wise and discerning. Because it's only some in the last days that will fall away from the faith. And dear friends, we are called 
to be brothers and sisters of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. Well, this is James Gall getting a little on the intense side with you today. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.